I'll praise the Lord today. It's a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, please turn to Isaiah chapter 40. Oh, there is great promise, great provision for those who wait on the Lord. There is what we may call, and rightfully so, a divine work that takes place as we heed the call to wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40, verses 28 to 31, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, nor is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. From where does this great provision of power and strength come? From where do wings to soar come from? And the answer is the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. The prophet Isaiah is clear in his wording, this prophetic text. Humanity is prone to faint and grow weary. Humanity is prone to lose its might to lose its strength. Fainting and weariness, and yes, even falling. But for those who will take hold of the promise and provision of God, there is a way to live higher. There's a way to go higher and to soar higher. Heed the words of the prophet today. Wait on the Lord. The Voice Bible reads, Don't you know, haven't you heard, the eternal, the everlasting God, the creator of the whole world, never gets tired or weary. His wisdom is beyond understanding. God strengthens the weary and gives vitality to those worn down by age and care. Any in the room today? Young people will get tired. Strapping young men will stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Eternal One will regain their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles. They will run never winded, never weary. They will walk never tired, never faint. I believe in the promise of the Lord. I believe in the Word of the Lord that it is true. Identify with the text today. It's like you're reading 
your reality? There's an answer. There's a promise. There is a provision, and it's found one place. The place of waiting. Waiting on the Lord. Is there anyone here today worn down by age and care? Is there a young person in the house, tired? Is there a strapping young man stumbling and falling? There's a source. It's the answer in the provision of the Lord. Let it be asked today, how's the waiting on the Lord? If we would wait on the Lord, it would solve a lot of problems. Bring about a lot of answers. Let's break it down. The text says, but they that wait. That is to wait, to look for, to hope, to expect. To wait or look eagerly for. To linger for. To bind together by twisting. See, the truth is, if I get bound together with the one who never faints nor is weary, I can receive this divine strength and this divine power to run and to walk and to mount up on wings as eagles. To expect, that is, gather together even with the waiting people of God to tarry for. They that wait, they that wait upon the Lord, waiting on our living God, not some chiseled piece of stone, a carved piece of wood, waiting on our living God. This is not some kind of Ambiguous waiting. I believe the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord declares that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The word of the Lord is truth. The promise remains in this prophetic text that if people would wait upon the Lord, they would renew their strength. Renew to come on anew and sprout again of grass. To change, substitute, alter for better. To show newness of a tree, to sprout and to strike through. Renew their strength, their power and their might. Speaks of human strength, strength of angels. Strength and power of God. Produce wealth of soil. We need to be strengthened and we need our renewed strength. We need our strength renewed. And so we'd be wise if we heed the text and the Bible answer is the answer we all need. We need to wait on the Lord. 
Is there anyone here today that needs wings? I know that I need wings to mount up, wings that soar and wings that catch the wind of the Spirit. From the one who fashioned wings, their very creator, the Bible says that they that wait on the Lord, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The answer of the Lord is in the prescription and the instruction. The promise of the Lord and the provision of the Lord for all ages, the young and the aged. Lamentations 3.25, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. You say, wait on the Lord. What exactly does that mean for us? Does it mean we should attend the prayer services of the house of the Lord? Does it mean we should take time to wait on the Lord each and every day? Does it mean there are times and seasons of life that require a greater waiting? Does it mean we need to maintain a position and posture of waiting, even without ceasing? One would be wise to answer yes to all. Psalm 27, verses 13 and 14, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Got to repeat myself, wait, I say, on the Lord. The Voice Bible, don't give up. Wait for the eternal in expectation and be strong. Again, wait for the eternal. The New Century Version reads, I truly believe I will see the Lord's goodness. Wait for the Lord's help. Be strong and brave and wait for the Lord's help. Those who wait on the Lord. Apparently there are those that do not. If there are those that do, there are those that do not. The Living Bible, I am expecting the Lord to rescue me again so that once again I will see his goodness to me. Here in the land of the living, don't be impatient. Wait for the Lord and he will come and save you. Be brave, stout-hearted and courageous. Yes, wait, and he will help you. This waiting is that of expectation. This waiting is that of patience. Sure expectation because the Lord is true to his word. We believe in his word. We trust in his word. And he says that those who wait upon him shall renew their strength. This is the promise and the provision of the Lord. 
The truth is, and many may ignore the fact today, we have great need of waiting on the Lord. Praying, seeking, pressing in, basking in His presence, waiting in His Word. Great need. In a world that would get us caught up in other things. Distracted. Pull us from this lifestyle of waiting. Have us relax and let go of waiting on the Lord. We have great need of waiting on the Lord. And I believe the more you wait on the Lord, you recognize and realize your great need. Now, what of waiting on the Lord for specifics? Some faint and grow weary because of hasty demeanor. I share these words today. Most of us pray as David did. In the day when I call, answer me speedily, Psalm 102.2. I am in trouble, hear me speedily, Psalm 69.17. The Hebrew word for speedily suggests, right now, hurry up. In the very hour I call on you, do it. God is in no hurry. He doesn't jump at our commands. In fact, at times you may wonder if he will ever answer. You cry out, weep, fast, and hope. But days go by, weeks, months, even years, and you don't receive even the slightest evidence that God is hearing you. First, you question yourself. Something must be blocking my prayers. You become perplexed, and over time, your attitude toward God becomes something like this. Lord, what do I have to do to get this prayer answered? You promised in your word to give me an answer. I prayed in faith. How many tears must I shed? Why does God delay answers to sincere prayers? It certainly isn't because he lacks power. And he is most willing for us to receive from him. No, the answer is found in this verse. He spake a parable unto them that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Luke 18.1 The Greek word for lose heart or faint in the King James Version means relax, become weak or weary in faith, give up the struggle no longer wait for completion. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart, that is, if we faint not. The Lord is seeking for a praying people who will not relax or grow weary of coming to Him. These people will wait on the Lord, not giving up before His work is completed. And they will be found waiting when he brings the answer. 
wait on the Lord. Second Thessalonians 3.13, But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good. You know something? Weariness is contagious. Stop the spread. Listen to these words, Deuteronomy 20, verse 8. The officers shall speak further to the people and say, What man is there who is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return to his house, lest the heart of his brethren faint like his heart, lest he make his brother's heart faint. Those who wait on the Lord. We so desperately need to live a waiting lifestyle. Always waiting on the Lord, for we always need Him. And for those particular times and seasons that we need wings and strength to run and not to be weary, to walk and not faint, the truth is this, if one gets in the habit and pattern of waiting on the Lord, it's much easier in those particular times and seasons. But if we fall into the pattern of only waiting on the Lord when we have nowhere else to turn, or when things turn for the worst, or when calamity strikes, waiting is much harder. It's a much harder road. And many simply can't wait. Wait deficient. Psalm 130, verses 5 and 6, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in His word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. How's the waiting on the Lord? In a seven-day period, how's the waiting on the Lord? Not concerning the congregation, but the individual. You're waiting on the Lord. Some have no strength and they're weak and they're faint. They're weary and they're falling because they don't want to wait. They don't want to wait on the Lord. They wonder why. They're caught up in this cycle of weariness and fainting and falling. It's weakness. Because they won't wait on the Lord. I think it might be a true statement to state that this generation does the least waiting on the Lord. 
I mean, you've heard it before, but how many churches don't even have a prayer service? Some don't have a prayer service because they don't want to bother themselves. Having one and others don't have a prayer service because simply nobody shows up anymore. I'm thankful that there's a remnant in this house. I trust you can receive this today. God's people would be stronger if they would wait. God's people would be more powerful if they would wait. Runners and walkers, those that mount up and soar on wings like eagles. There's an amazing verse in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 30, verse 18. Therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. Is it not the graciousness of our God that as we wait, we renew our strength? Mount up with wings as eagles, run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. But furthermore, we read the first line of the text, the New King James Version, Therefore the Lord will wait, that he may be gracious to you. The NLT, so the Lord must wait for you to come to him. If we can hear the Spirit of the Lord today, the Amplified Bible, and therefore the Lord earnestly waits, expecting looking and longing to be gracious to you. And therefore he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied. Or all those who earnestly wait for him, who expect and look and long for him, for his victory his favor, his love, his peace, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. It's amazing. Times when the Lord waits, that we would wait. That we would come to him that he might be gracious to us and he might be exalted, having mercy on us, waiting for us to come and wait on him as our source of strength and power. Our source of life, our source of provision, waiting on the Lord. The truth remains, blessed are all those who wait for him. 
This is not an age-specific message today, for we are all called to wait. It matters not our age. The Bible says those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Then it talks about young people. The aged. How's your waiting on the Lord? Would we heed the text? Will we adopt a lifestyle and a pattern of waiting on the Lord? Perhaps we've never adopted this manner of living in this life. Perhaps we've let go of things and relaxed. We've entered into a new season of life and the waiting's gone out the window. We used to wait on the Lord. We used to attend the prayer services. We used to set time aside each day. We used to pray without ceasing, but that too has ceased. And perhaps we bought into this lie that in and of ourselves we still have strength and power and might and these other sources that we're running to and looking to and waiting upon are providing us with strength and power. But the truth is we're weak. We may even been lying to ourselves, <laughs> telling ourselves for so long that we're okay. It's not age-specific. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. And oh, to rise on wings as eagles. I would for a moment stress the importance of prayer. Did Jesus not say my house shall, shall first be called a house of prayer? I think he had his priorities straight. Luke 18.1, it's not on the big Bible, but reading from the King James Version, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Great knowledge and wisdom and strength is given to those who wait on the Lord. I love this quote by Watchman Nee. When one tries to increase his knowledge by doing mental gymnastics over books without waiting upon God and looking to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, his soul is plainly in full swing. This will deplete his spiritual life. Because the fall of man was occasioned by seeking knowledge, God uses the foolishness of the cross to destroy the wisdom of the wise. And isn't it true that many would call waiting on the Lord foolishness? I mean, it just seems like time spent doing not much. Well, it is time spent doing not much if you're not, not praying and communing with the Lord, pressing into His presence and really waiting on Him. You know, you can attend the prayer service of the house and never pray. You can attend the prayer service of the house and never wait on the Lord. You can go shut your closet door, 
your secret place, and never really wait on the Lord. How's the waiting? Further words, they spend more time in analyzing, in collecting materials, and in hard thinking than on prayer. I might add talk and conversation. They spend more time in analyzing and collecting materials and in hard thinking than on prayer, on seeking God's mind and on waiting for the power from above. Those who wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40, 28 to 31, we can have the worship team return. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. The Amplified Bible reads, They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. If there is fainting and weariness and even falling, the answer is waiting on the Lord. This is the answer the Lord has given to His people. They say, Lord, how about another answer? No, the Lord says, those that wait on me, they'll renew, they'll renew their strength. The words of Andrew Murray, may God teach us the blessedness of waiting on him. My soul, wait thou only upon God. Do we understand how awesome it is, how incredible it is, how blessed we are that we get to wait on God? Not some chiseled piece of stone, not some carved piece of wood. We're waiting on a living God. He goes on to say, in waiting on Him, we shall find rest and joy and strength and the supply of every need. Waiting on the Lord. If we but saw our God in His love, if we but believed that He wants to be gracious and that He waits to be our life and to work all in us, how this waiting would become our highest joy, the natural and spontaneous response of our hearts. 
to his great love and glory. Wait on the Lord. We so desperately need to wait on him. Let's stand in the house today. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that even now, Lord, you challenge us in this moment concerning our waiting. 